This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's 3 o'clock on Dukes and Bell. Brought to you by Finley Roofing. We've got you covered. Atlanta's most trusted and recommended roofer. I find it interesting. Thanks for making us your sports station. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Decisions! Decisions! That is where we're at. It's Dukes and Bell with Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. This hour is brought to you by Status Truck and Trailer Repair Guys, driven by excellence, building successful partnerships. Make sure you check them out. Uh, Coming up, we will talk more about uh, this draft class. I I said we had a question to pose to you, and it has to do with what do we need. And I'm not talking about necessarily the draft I'm talking about do we as a Falcon fan base need a new head coach to be a quarterback whisperer how important is that to you as we move through this process because Belichick's not that okay uh Pete Carroll who is now going to step away or maybe he stays in the organization who knows maybe he wants to go somewhere else and coach because I think it's in his blood Mike I think Pete Carroll didn't want to stop coaching mm-hmm. but I think he was for he's not that there are guys who don't come with that quarterback whisperer thing, Mike, that we think we're going to need if we draft a quarterback. And I don't care who it is. We all can talk about all these guys. But the, the lack of quarterback success and the inconsistency on the field that we had this year, we can't have that moving forward. And if you have a young guy, you got to have a guy mm-hmm. that's mentoring him, Mike, and more importantly, developing him. Well, that's why you know Ben Johnson's getting so much love because the job he did with uh, Jared Goff and, and the way he's using the running backs. Part of the reason I went – and they got uh, Gibbs as a running back so high in the draft because they thought they could you know, maximize that talent and, and do some things that are unique to that team. So I'm with it. You know, Mark Slareth talked about it. He liked some of the other coordinators who – and they said, you know, to make things less complicated. You know, simplify things. We can all agree that, you know, yeah, Ritter struggled at times. Did Arthur put him in the best position to win with some of the things that were so convoluted in this playbook that we heard Caleb McGarry talk about? So – I I would like to see, and that gets us back to like I think I'm not against Ryan Nielsen, but if it came down to like Jim Harbaugh and you're telling me no, no, you got to take Ryan Nielsen. No, sorry, Jim Harbaugh can do whatever the hell he wants. You know, Vrabel's not probably coming here because his buddy just got fired. But I mean, whoever, if it's an established coach and it's Ryan Nielsen, okay, you know, I'm sorry, it's not it's not a deal breaker. But if you do bring a young offensive coach, Carl, who's being a head coach for the first time, then maybe the Ryan Nielsen thing works, right? Yeah, right. And maybe he's amenable to it, unless of course, which might be the coach's prerogative, he's got his own guys. And he's putting together his own staff. But I'm with it. Yes. Long answer to a short question. Yes. A quarterback whisperer. Um, I think it's important that the the development around whoever we draft, okay, and I'm assuming right now that that is what we're going to do. 
I'm not going to tell you we're not going to address this in free agency, but there's not just a lot out there unless you want to give up a bunch of picks. And I don't think they're willing to do that. I don't think the new regime is going to be willing to do that either. But, you know, um, I'll, I'll say this about Matt Ryan when he, when he was here. You guys didn't know this, but Matt Ryan had around him Mike McDaniel, who's now the head coach of the Miami Dolphins. He had around him <laughs> a guy in Green Bay that everybody said couldn't coach because Aaron Rodgers was there in LaFleur. He had people around him outside of Kyle Shanahan, Mike, that was cultivating this system and helping him understand how important it was to do the things he did. What did it lead to? A Super Bowl and an MVP. Well, and by the way, not to get off track here, but if Matt LaFleur is your – it just segues from quarterback coach to offensive coordinator – we don't skip a beat offensively. We don't go backwards like we did with Sarkeesian. It took Sarkeesian a year and a half to figure out this playbook, which wasn't his. And that defense was great in 17. We held the Rams and the Eagles. We could have gone to the Super Bowl and avenged that, that blank show of Super Bowl 51. But I remember, we, I remember we talked about it with Arch at the time. He was like, ah, he's probably a little too young for that. Well, you know, he had to go to he made one more stop, and then eventually he got his shot. I just, to me. Age has nothing to do no, with it. Either, either you can do the job. Younger you guys can. are getting the job done. You've got to make sure you get the right one. Yeah. I, I just, you know, the Sean McVay thing, I think everybody, it was a shock because we hadn't seen that. What we're seeing now is more chances being taken with these young guys. My point is, there were other people in the building and around Matt Ryan to help with this. That is what has to be done as we move forward. We don't necessarily need the quarterback whisper being the head coach, in my opinion, but you got to have some people around the quarterback that understands what's going on and what well, we're trying to do. For instance, you know, we, we talk so much about Justin Fields, right? And Luke Eatsy, the uh, offensive coordinator, just got fired. Yep. Because ever, ever, you brought in a defensive coach, to your point. If you're going to bank it on you know, Justin Fields, you should have hired an offensive coach. They went with Eberflus, who brought in a guy who'd never been an offensive coordinator. Can't do it. Nagy couldn't do the job. He had worked with Andy Reid. Obviously, he's back with Reid and the Chiefs. But that goes back to Fields' development. Why don't you put the best person in charge? That's it's and that's part of this decision. Uh, Luke Getze is the guy that now is going to be looking for a job. And they fired. I said this to They fired basically the entire offensive staff, didn't they? Well, as well, they should. They, they were terrible. Yeah. Well, they were certainly maximizing. Look, I know that Fields called out a lot of his guys yep. midseason. I mean, yep. No blank, Sherlock. Yeah. All right, guys. And there are a bunch of guys out there. Uh, we're going to talk about a bunch of these potential coordinators um, that are available. And these are a lot of guys of the names that you'll be hearing potentially that might be in position to come in and be our new offensive coordinator. The head coach doesn't mean that he's automatically going to be the coordinator just because Art did that. Doesn't mean that. It depends on who we go get. It's Dukes and Bell. Let's get to an NFL. Welcome to the NFL. With news and notes from around the league, this is NFL Blitz on Dukes and Bell. I think Mike McCarthy should be very afraid. He says he's not worried about Green Bay. He's not worried about this weekend. Jerry Jones, are you pleased with Mike McCarthy? I couldn't be more pleased with what he's done and how he's coached. I certainly haven't sat down here right in the middle of the playoffs and started talking to him about something like a contract or something like that. Why would you do that? This is where he needs to have. He, by the way, is the busiest cat in all of Texas. And so the last thing that I want to do is spend any time talking with him about these kinds of things on agreements, extension of agreements, especially when I've got one. Well, McCarthy did take over. Remember you and I were saying, how's this going to work with the big fella being the OC and, and really working, you know, and trying to get more out of Dak? Well, it worked better than it did with Kellen Moore, right? It did. So you got a guy who's gotten the best out of Dak. Dak's having the best year, maybe an MVP. So that would be reason to keep him around. And maybe, just maybe, if, you, if you're right, Carl, and, you know, he's, Jerry is enamored with Dan Quinn, you block Seattle from interviewing Dan Quinn. And you wait and see how the Cowboys things play out, and then you can always elevate Quinn if you do move on from McCarthy. But as much as we like to get on McCarthy, 
You know, in his playoff record post, you know, Super Bowl win, he's doing a pretty good job. I can't argue with the results this year. Turtle just mentioned the Titans. They're not playing around. Uh, have requested to interview Antonio Pierce. Pierce was the interim coach for the Raiders. This should – Mark Davis is clowning around if he doesn't hire Antonio Pierce. Right. Straight up. So, good for him because that means other teams are going to be interested and they they appreciate the job that he did this season. But that has just hit – as we'll hear more about these requests from teams. And, guys, by the way, now it's seven jobs, the Seattle, whether they decide to go with Dan Quinn, but as Pete Carroll kind of gets into an advisory role according to their press release – I don't know anything about Amy Adams Strunk, uh, who's the uh, Titans owner. But, I mean, if you were going to place, if you're going to move on from Mike Vrabel, isn't Antonio Pierce cut of the same cloth? Both really good defensive players that get fires, get teams fired up. I mean, unless he's going to reinvent the wheel with whoever's offensive coordinator is. He's yeah. like the same guy. Yeah, I, I we'll see where it goes. But, listen, mm-hmm. this is what Mike and I were talking yeah. about with these lists and requests coming out about potential guys that they want to interview. Right. Tide's not clowning around. What are the Falcons doing? Well, they're waiting, and we have to see what this is going to look like. But those requests will be available to hey, us. I will, another name, because we, we talked so much about Harbaugh. We're talking about you got to get Todd Munkin in for an interview, don't you? You do. I think you talk to Todd Munkin because it, it, whether or not you want a pocket passer or a dual threat guy, but but a guy that just got the most out of Lamar Jackson, get him back on an MVP caliber, would be a hell of a quarterback coach and a, and a head coach to work with Jaden Daniels. We were talking about Mike McCarthy. Uh, how does he feel about the Packers and, you know, all the talk being uh, surrounding this weekend? Last year, I thought it was important for me to, to talk about Green Bay in the beginning of the week. I did with the team. Uh, I regretted it. That doesn't even need to come into, into our energy base. So you live and learn. You know, th- this game's about our commitment. It doesn't matter who we're playing. It really doesn't. It's just no time for that. I answered the questions honestly in here last year about my experience up there. It will not help us win. So if it doesn't help us win the game, I'm not interested. I apologize. There you go. Actually, that's pretty damn good. I mean, that's really good because he's right. Sitting there and reminiscing about his time with Aaron Rodgers and win. Who cares? Like, dude, you lose this weekend, you're done. So... I, I'm with him on this. That's actually the best thing he's probably said all year, to be quite honest with you. NFL Blitz brought to you by our friends at Priority Men's Medical Centers. Check them out at PriorityMen'sMedical.com. What about Rob Gronkowski, Mike? He thinks Belichick really wants to stay in New England. Well, I know that, that Coach Belichick definitely wants to stay with the New England Patriots. He's a, he's a Patriot for life. He's a six-time Super Bowl champion. He's like grandfather claws in. I would say it's all up to Mr. Kraft on what direction he wants to go with the New England Patriots. And in the end, when it really comes down to it, I think he's going to keep Coach Bill Belichick as the head coach for at least another year. Yeah, look, there's a guy who I would think has some, uh, some knowledge of the inner workings of the organization. I don't know. I, I think in Boston, there was an article today in the Boston Globe saying that they think Vrabel is, is really high on, on, uh, on Kraft's list. And the fact that they fired uh, Vrabel doesn't mean you have to give any compensation for him, which makes him even more attractive to New England. You're absolutely right about the – it's easier. Right. right. You don't have to give up a first-round pick to the Titans to, you know, to try to turn your team around, which I like. Speaking of turning things around, Giants, how ugly – did it get between Brian Dable and Wink Martindale, the D.C.? Well, unfortunately for the uh, Giants, as you guys know, Carl, when things don't go well, management expects some heads to roll. So they fired a couple of the defensive assistants. According to the New York Post, uh, Drew Wilkins, linebackers coach, and uh, Kevin Wilkins, uh, this is a defensive assistant, were guys that were really tight with Martindale. Apparently he gets into Dable's office, cusses him out, slams the door, and is done with the Giants and walks out. Yeah, that's explosive. I mean, a little bit of dysfunction, 
uh, what's going, what's what's going on there, and not telling his DC that he's letting his linebacker coaches go. Right. I don't know, man. I mean, uh, Wink Martindale's pretty damn good at DC, by the way. He's right. pretty good. Um, and when you go look at what he was able to do with them, they got to the playoffs last year, Mike. Here's the problem: Giants' offense sucks. So the defense yeah. is on the field all game, right? And, and, then, and they look pretty good against the Eagles. I mean, if ever there was a guy that you would hire if you want to get, go, if you're an NFC East team or an NFC team, I would go get Wink Martindale because he certainly has some good ideas on how to beat up on the Eagles. Totally agree. What about what's going to happen with Russell Wilson, Mike? Sean Payton said no decision as of yet. There's so many things that go into um, a decision specific to the quarterback, which is significant, obviously. Um, so it's too early at all. I, I, I spent half an hour with Russ yesterday, you know, and I, I told him, I said, look, uh, you know, I don't think it's going to be a long, drawn-out process, but, um, but it hasn't been decided relative to what our plans are. I'm sure that was awkward. 30 minutes? 10 minutes? I mean, look, you, you basically, in addition to uh, taking a guy who's a Pro Bowl you know, and Super Bowl winner and humiliating him twice in the regular season on the sideline in front of the cameras and everybody, then the way things went out by sitting him over the contract squabble. I mean, the, the only thing I could think of, if, if you're Denver, you try to work a great deal to try to recoup some draft picks since you've basically given up everything the last two years between Sean Payton and Russell Wilson. Yeah, and I don't know if they're going to be able to do that. Mm. All right, guys, coming up, uh, we're going to talk about Drake May, Caleb Williams, Jaden Daniels. Did you hear what Matt Ryan said about Jaden Daniels? Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about it next on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend? 
or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Duke Chabelle, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Yeah, man, no man's coming up. Uh, Mike and I have already started the who do you like at quarterback <laughs> conversation because we know this is tied to whomever we're going to hire as our new head coach. And it's either going to be three more years of not making the playoffs or finding that dude. Got to find that dude. And going right to the playoffs, like 2008 maybe, just maybe. Got to find that dude. So we know that uh, Caleb Williams is atop the leaderboard as far as the guy that's going to be the first quarterback off the, off the board. Drake May, uh, some of you – May or may not like uh, what you saw with Drake May. I'm just telling you from an NFL s- skill set standpoint, the kid can be really good. Don't know how this is all going to shake out. And then, obviously, Jaden Daniels, who we I think we all like in this room, right? This show yeah. likes a lot. I'm a big Jaden Daniels fan. <laughs> I, I, I am, too. I want Daniels. No, I do. I, I just To me, it's, it's dynamic. We're going to play that Matt Ryan soundbite coming up in a bit because Ryan was talking about all the things that he loves about this guy. Well, I, I, I'll take it. I'll take it to Matt Ryan when it comes to picking a QB. I, I'll say this: last year, my word for Anthony Richardson was he was the most intriguing player in the draft, and he was because physically he's just a freak. And I didn't know if that was going to be enough to get him drafted top five, which it was. But then you saw him play, and you were like, "He's ready." Everybody said he wasn't ready. He's ready. And Jaden Daniels, for me, it's not that physicality thing that we saw last year with Andy Rich- Anthony Richardson. But he is the most intriguing guy because at the quarterback position, he could absolutely change a franchise and everything he does. So if you don't take it from me or us or this show, take it from our former quarterback, Matt Ryan. This might be the most intriguing prospect uh, in in terms of of the entire skill set. Uh, and, and his ability to use his legs. I mean, he throws the football down the field with effortless power, but the, his ability to run is the thing that if you can get him in the right situation, and BMAC talked about it, being you know being in a good situation where you're surrounded by a lot of things. Like Lamar was lucky to get to Baltimore where they're playing good defense, and he could evolve a bit as a passer, and he has, and he's turned into one of the most dynamic players. But the thing that got him going was his legs, and I think Jaden's very similar in that. Yeah, man, he's the Heisman Trophy winner for a reason. You heard Matt's breakdown there. I mean, he's six foot four, guys. You know, uh, Mike Vick was six feet tall when he when he came out when he was here. Uh, this guy's got the uh, you know the chops. He's got the, like, the, and also if for nothing else, and I know we have to move up to get him by every projection so far in the draft. Is the wow factor? Is the it's bang? Now we're the number one thing to see in the city, and people will be going bananas, and it'll look like it did against the Saints this year, which was you know p- place was electric. That's what I would be, in addition to all the things Matt Ryan just talked about on Jaden Daniels. Yeah, I and we've got a lot of time to figure this out, okay? I mean, we really do. we got to get a coach first. Right. <laughs> and, and then we have time to figure this out because from the coach, we're going to then figure out the staff. Coach might come in here and say all those things we just talked about last hour about the offenses in place, you know, good running game, good skill position players. Go get Kirk Cousins and let's go to work, you know. And then, granted, you're going to spend big money to do that. And that might uh, then you go get with the best pass rusher at eight. You know, there's a lot, again, you guys know there's all these we can zig or zag. But if, it's, if it comes down to going to get a quarterback, I love Jaden Daniels. So, with that said, um, this is the most, <laughs> this might be the best thing I've seen. And, and boy, I'm feeling it. How about we just skip all the rigmarole and trade up to number one and go get Caleb Williams if you think he's the best player in this draft? Do that too. You're going to give up a bunch, but you can do it. 
what are we clowning around for? We're all complaining about this quarterback situation. Why don't you just go get the number one guy and be done? So if you're moving from eight to one, which is not impossible, and we've seen teams do it, Mike, that's the other part of this as we talk about these quarterbacks. I still think you're going to have to move up to get Jaden. I really do. I think there are three taken in the top ten. I'm talking about quarterbacks. Um, I don't know ultimately where they go, but I think three are gone, and I still think we'd have to move up to maybe five to maybe get uh, Jaden Daniels. But if you really want to make a splash, Mike Bell, well, let's just do that. Yeah, and I, I get these guys out there. Oh, he was crying. I mean, really? You, what, you take one moment from a guy in his career, and that defines him. I mean, you guys are clowns who throw that stuff out there on social media. You know, I mean, I don't know, 93 touchdowns in the air and 27 on the ground sounds pretty good to me. You know, and like I can't speak for the rest of the team. I don't know the dynamic there at USC. I know they don't play any defense. It's not his fault. Not, that's, that's not his job, you know. And some of the guys that were around him left this year. The touchdowns were down this year. But, I mean, see, he's electrifying. You see it, you know. And, with the, and yeah, maybe, maybe he needs a more professional coach's touch to maximize his talents. 404-726-0929. That is the phone number. It is also our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. Uh, Bears have the first pick, and they will be in control until they trade that away. And today, letting their offensive coordinator go and keeping their head coach does that indicate that Justin Fields is safe, Mike? That he is going back to the Bears because they kept Eberflus? I don't know because maybe they told him, "Look, Justin hates this dude. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, he they don't get along, yeah. and you can keep Justin, but you got to move on from this this crew, and you got to go get another offensive coordinator." Yeah. And maybe Eberflus is like, "Cool." And then they said, you're back. I mean, that's how a lot of times these things play out, guys. So it's not – I don't think it's that that hard to believe that Justin may still be in Chicago, but that doesn't mean that they're not going to trade no. that pick. No, but again, we said this last hour. Luke Getzey was a dumb hire in the first place. You know, you need a quarterback whisper for a guy that you got a lot invested in. It's a top-10 pick, and this guy had never been an OC before, so go get that guy and work with him. And, you know, for Bears fans who maybe felt that he was out of pocket to say what he said about the, uh, the offensive brain trust – Certainly by the time the Falcons rolled up there, they, they were certainly chanting, mm-hmm. we want Fields. And then, and then hey, Fields then lays the egg in the final game of the season. So to remind you sometimes, you know, what, what is this guy? I don't know. It's I, fair, Mike. I it just, is. I, I'm just not – to, to me, Fields isn't the slam dunk that we've talked about only because if he doesn't take a big, a big step to improve, then you're going to have to pay him. And you're, you're going to have to pay for a guy that comes with, with some flaws. And that's, that's my only beef. All right, and, and just talking about the Bears having the first pick, they've got options is my point. Right, and uh, they, they can they can you know keep fields and, and move on from that pick or vice versa. Uh, commanders, Patriots, we're talking about one, two, three. Commanders will have a new coach, new, new organization structure, and they're also going to have a new quarterback. Mm-hmm. And Sam Howell, do you guys realize Sam Howell led the league in passing earlier this year? Like, he was on a great right. run. Until he didn't. Until he didn't. And then threw more interceptions than our guy, Ritter. All right, well, I – I just think that we have a bunch of options, and this is not even including the coaching search that's going on. And by the way, Pete Carroll today, we mentioned this news that came down in the 2 o'clock hour uh, out in Seattle. He will not coach the team. He could stay with the team in some other capacity, but he will not be the head coach. Right, and Dan Quinn might be the guy. And, like, you know, for all we know, the Seahawks might say and, and realize that Geno Smith has a ceiling. They might be playing for a quarter, but they may be looking to move up. All right, let me throw some names. We already talked a lot about Michael Penix on Monday and Tuesday. Uh, I think you look at the body of Michael Penixworth. You don't look at the bad throw out to the sideline that gets picked off. I mean, you, you see this guy's got a cannon, and you know he's got. He, you see everything now. He's not the dual threat guy. You got to worry about the hell. How, by the way, how much concerned are you over the knee injuries to, to Michael Penix? Does it would, would it would ever would that ever scare you away from drafting him? No, 
No. I mean, because any of these guys could come into the league and take a shot. Uh, the, the past injuries, only if you felt like Mike medically, mm-hmm. which I don't know this, slows him down. Like, for some reason, he's got a degenerative knee that's not going to, you know, be good in five years. And you, right. There's some kind that, of arthritis yes. right now you don't have him for that's, the entire country. That's why they do those medicals. But, no, from what I know right now, it would not. Penix, by the way, and Jane Daniels, both 23. All right, here's the one that is, like, the big conundrum for a number of guys that are trying to break down the draft already. We're just we're handicapping the quarterbacks, guys. We spent a lot of time on the coach if you're just tuning in. The dude was really, really bad at Auburn. And he goes to Oregon, and everything he did in Auburn, he doesn't do it all. He doesn't turn the ball over. He can move. Yes, Bo Nix. Bo Nix. You think he's going to be slotting like 15 to 30? Unless, here, don't forget, the combine, some of these guys are going to just go to the roof. Sure. And then some of these guys you know, might not even be in our range at eight. Um, I'm not sure where Bo Nix is right now. Um, a little bit for me, just too early to tell. I, I, I'm not sure if he is in the top six. Six or seven quarterbacks, Mike, to be honest with you. I don't know. The fact, now again, this is from PFF, but it is an interesting fact. I'm not always enamored with their stats. Let me throw this one at you, bro. According to those dudes, uh, it's only one recorded turnover-worthy play under pressure in the last two years on 147 attempts for Bo Nix. In other words, even getting out, I think one of those probably came in that Georgia game at the the, the kickoff classic at Mercedes-Benz. I think he got so much better from that game, which they got humiliated, to what we saw this year and how he played at Oregon, his maturity, all the things you want to see in a quarterback. Now, again, here's the other thing. All these guys are older, right? I mean, you're getting older guys that have been around. And and listen, a lot of these guys took advantage of the COVID year, Mike, where you were able to come back to school and play another season, which is fine. And, And I have no issues with that. Um, and then a lot of these guys came back to just improve their draft status and say, hey, I, I can move up. I think Bo was trying to do that. Mm. But he didn't move up into the top three. He, he's, not a top, he's not better than Jaden Daniels or Caleb Williams, right. and I don't think he's better than Drake May. So for me, like, he's a really good player. I just don't know where I slot him. And if you're telling me or asking me the question about the Falcons, the answer is no. Right. Some numbers for context perhaps. He has eighty or uh, eight thousand yards passing. He has seventy-five or sixty-five yard, excuse me, sixty-five touchdowns passing. Twenty touchdowns on the ground over the last two years. That's. Yeah, I mean, he's been pretty. Electric. It's impressive. It's so, impressive. You know, so if Carolina, you know, again, they're staying with Bryce Young. You know, the Arizona Cardinals looks like they've reaffirmed Kyler Murray, right? So, and Tennessee, they've got their guy in Levis. So you could argue that depending on who moves up to the Bears at number one. There's a chance to get any of those, you know, if you believe that Jaden Daniels could, we could maybe only have to move up to four or five, just for argument's sake, we'll get that guy. Coming up, guys, yeah, man, no man's on the way. Also, the dog report, we'll get into some college football conversation. Matt Verderam is also going to join us, writer for SI.com. We'll break down all of this NFL stuff with Matt. He's great. He covers it all. That's on the way in the four o'clock hour. Yeah, man, no man's next. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Coming up, college football conversation. It all has to do with maybe where we are going. Also, a big transfer to Georgia, uh, or actually away from Georgia, we're going to talk about coming up. Stay tuned for that. Matt Verderam's going to join us, talk some NFL. Mike and I uh, today, we came in and we started with this whole thing about Belichick. If you're just joining us, thank you for listening to Atlanta's number one sports station. It's number one sports show, Dukes and Bell. And we are both against this. For various reasons. We all have we have different reasons. But we try to lay all of this out because there is momentum, okay, at least from the national media standpoint, that there's some smoke to this. And where there's smoke, there's fire. And that for some reason we're just chilling in the cut, Falcons, and waiting till this happens. And then once it does, Mike, he's on Falcon 1 and he's headed to Atlanta. Right. That's kind of what people were insinuating. And listen, Arthur Blank is going to have the decision to, to do whatever he wants to do. It's his team. But I also think you have to read the tea leaves sometimes. You have to understand what, what the fan base is clamoring for and what we think we need. And you got to talk to everybody, not just right. one guy, everybody. And hopefully you get a sense of what your team needs. And, Mike, so for Belichick, this is a conversation that we had, and we'll have it again coming up, so stay tuned. But we're going to lay out all the reasons why this just it doesn't make sense for us right now. This isn't Bill Belichick 2010. Okay. No, I mean, you know, this isn't. I, I was talking to a couple of guys that really like Belichick here. I go, two things you got to remember. There were two great runs for Super Bowl years. There were years where the Colts finally got their number, years the Steelers got their number. But for the most part, there was the early part of the Belichick run and then the later part when you had like the Gronkowski and you had, you know, some, some other guys, the Chandler Jones, those guys. But remember, Willie McGinnis and Teddy Bruschi and, and Lawyer Malloy, those guys were already there when Belichick took over the team. Some of those guys were drafted by Parcells. Some of those guys were drafted by Pete Carroll and the GM. So I think we just got to stop for, you know, yes, it wasn't all wine and roses for Belichick there. He did inherit some good stuff. And he was, yes, the, one of the greatest picks of all time. We're seeing it with Brock Purdy as Mr. You know, in, in, irrelevant and what they did with Brady at six. But then things ramped up again. The same draft for Gronkowski and Aaron, and Aaron Hernandez. I don't know how that ended, but the guy was pretty good on the football field. But then the last nine, ten years, it's bad. It's really, really bad. Go back. I put the link up. You can look year by year at the Patriots draft class. And I just don't want Bill Belichick, not to mention the fact that Bob Kraft's going to sit there and play Arthur Blank like a fiddle and go, Arthur, Belichick's, and he just needs a change of scenery. You give me a first rounder and a second rounder next year, and I'll send him right to you. I don't think they're going to give him a pick for it. I don't don't think so. But that would be the ultimate no way, Jose, for me, regardless of everything else we just talked about. All right, more on that coming up. Let's get to yeah, man, no man. It's time for Yeah Man, No Man. He's the former MVP of his high school football team. Not really. From New Jersey. The Cavs are here. And gives rapid fire questions. Here's the executive producer of the Dukes and Bell Show, Chris Thomas. Rumor has it, Turtle, you went home last night, lights out in your apartment, and you were going, meow, meow. Is that not true? Well, funny story about that, actually. 
Um, we had a little bit of, a, I won't call it a breakthrough, but we had a little bit of a uh, uptick in performance. Oh, bonding? Bonding? No. For those who missed it, that you got a cat, but I the did. cat has basically been under, uh, either in the shower, under the bed. You've not even seen this cat for like the three or four days you've had him. Uh, correct. And he used the litter box for the first time. Hey, oh, that's good. Go. That's so, good. you know, I felt a little pride uh, scooping up that poop. Yeah. And, uh, I had to be a pretty big, big turd, Carl, since he hadn't got out from under the bed. I was going to say, yeah, he was uh, backed up, as they like to say. Yeah, p- uh, pun intended. Um, all right, so he gone. And who's he? Aaron Rodgers. Where's he gone from? Pat McAfee Show. What do you mean? He has been suspended <laughs> from the Pat McAfee Show for the rest of the NFL so you're, you're, season. you're telling me that somebody at ESPN said, you know, we really don't want a half hour of Newsmax on Pat McAfee's show because that's where some people, not all, I'm not, so not speaking for, for myself, but how some people perceived it. Pat McAfee mm. said he was, quote, happy Rodgers wouldn't be back on the show because of all the drama that it caused. There will be a lot of people who are happy with that, myself included, to be honest with you. The way it ended, it got really loud. Yeah, man, no man. Is this a good thing or a bad thing? We were just talking about this off the air. Uh, I heard Steak got a really great commentary on this today with Sandra today in the Steakhouse. Guys at Disney, ABC, you know, ESPN are probably going like, oh, guys, stop this. Jimmy Kimmel, we get it. You're, you're wittier than Aaron Rodgers. Let it go. And Aaron Rodgers, nobody wants to hear a half hour of Vax talk. I mean, let's, let's move this thing along. So I think it's probably the best that he's not on the air just right now. Also, you know, Aaron Rodgers, you know, telling the Jets, we got to put all this BS behind us. You know, too much BS. You create half the BS that's out there involving the team. I, I, I'm not, a, I'm not anti, I'm not an Aaron Rodgers fan, but I'm not a Jimmy Kimmel fan either. I think both these guys should just let it rest, Carl. He called Kimmel a pedophile. I mean, there's no resting, yeah. Mike. I'm sorry. No, you, no, no Kimmel's got to defend him. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't get it twisted. Kimmel's got to defend himself because you, you well, cannot accuse well, the, somebody the, of being on the Epstein list and expect uh, there's not going to be blowback. Yes, but then so there's no resting. Like you call, you called me a pedophile. That there's no place for that with no proof. And I just think ESPN had no choice, Turtle. They had no choice but to do this. Because it was obviously Aaron Rodgers had been empowered to say whatever the hell he wants to say and do whatever he wants to do on that show. I just told Mike, we've had a lot of people come on this show over the years. If we had a regular guest that was spewing an opinion that not only was offensive, but also was maybe hurtful, maybe libel, maybe wrong. We're responsible. Pat McAfee's responsible. Right. It's on his dime. It's on his time. So I, I think they didn't have a choice for this. And, you know, for me, here was the thing. Remember when Aaron Rodgers went on there, we were like, oh, this is great. We're going to get some great football, and we're going to talk football with Aaron Rodgers. It's just football. I ain't talking no damn football. Nobody's talking football. So that's, I, I think, yeah, man, absolutely had to do it. And here's the thing, too. He had a chance yesterday to go on there and apologize. Instead, he doubled down. And said that we all were misinterpreting his words. <laughs> yeah, the, and that, 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 that's another thing with Aaron Rodgers. You know, you called out a guy. You said something about Jimmy Kimmel. Carl just said you cannot. You, you don't joke about that sort of stuff because the man's got a family and people react to these things, right? But you know, the thing is, Aaron Rodgers. Now it's, it's all the media. Now the media is out to get him. Well, look, yeah, I get it. There's certain media members which have the, you know a certain take on what happened with the pandemic. But I mean, now now he's going to play like the Joan of Arc. Like everybody was out to get Aaron Rodgers the last three years. Give me a break. All right, Mike, I have some bad news for you. Okay. Uh, Dan Graziano, ESPN NFL Insider, just released some information. He says, I've been told people close to Bill Belichick believe 
Atlanta would be a good fit oh, for him. Jeez, Louise. It's a strong roster that, yes, needs to figure out the quarterback position, but in a relatively calm market, it could be all about the football for big Bill Belichick. Well, those Wednesday chats are going to be real fun, guys. Let me there, tell there you won't, that. There won't be. Yeah, we're not, we're not, not driving. There I'm not be. driving up to Flowery Branch to talk to a guy for two minutes and have him mumble through you know, five questions and not answer anything. I'm putting my foot down. Yeah. No way. Okay. Now, if it's Jim Harbaugh, I, I, I'll, I'll get a hotel room the, to be up there. Let's just play the sound yeah. bites over yeah. the years, and we'll get what we need. How's right. that? All right? I mean, if you guys, we played a lot of Bill Belichick. Uh, was it WEEI that he goes on on a weekly basis? You know, and, and those guys were friends with some of them. It's like pulling teeth. So, yippee ki Yeah, the most stuff he would talk about was like Taylor Swift. That's true. He did do that. Yeah. Yeah. Can we talk football? <laughs> you know who I think should be interviewing Bill Belichick? Who, man? Morning shift. Oh, interesting. Yeah. You, f- you feel like they have the magic touch there, Mike? I don't want to speak for you, Carl, but I would. I, if, if we get Bill Belichick, you, I think, I think we could sign off on the morning shift getting that that exclusive. You don't want to hear Steak and him talk about their favorite restaurants. Oh, that could be interesting too. Steak that, with that the Boston be. connection may be able to pull more out. I don't that know. That could be interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah, but twenty years in Boston, he didn't say anything in twenty years. <laughs> but no, man, I uh, are you? Is there even a question of that? You're just saying there's some smoke to this. That's what you're telling us, right? Yeah, Dan Graziano's reporting that the people in Belichick's camp believe. Uh, Bill thinks it okay. could be a good fit. Well, so, and as, as we said, say, uh, say, uh, talked about this, but you and I were just talking about it earlier. Arthur is enamored with all things Patriot. He has been for many years. Well, I, I'll say this, too. I, I don't know if that's coming from the from Belichick's camp. I think it's coming from, from Arthur Blank's camp. I think Arthur Blank is enamored with <sighs> Belichick. And therefore, mm. look at his track record. Look at his winning. Look at all the Super Bowls. You can say that, and you can convince yourself. I mean, but that's what I think. I don't. If you guys think, first of all, tell me who Belichick's people are. By the way, this yeah. guy's been—he's been around thirty years, and we don't even know who, know who his people are. Yeah. I guess his son, the linebacker. Right? You think he's speaking? Yeah. You think he's talking? <laughs> I don't know. This is coming from somewhere else that somebody has heard that we are. Arthur Blank is interested. Mm-hmm. And therefore, you're hearing this. Boston Globe, as we mentioned earlier, said that uh, because Tennessee fired Vrabel, they'd be very interested. And obviously, you don't have to give up any compensation in the form of a draft pick. And Vrabel would be a good fit. If, if you want to stay the course of the, of the Patriot way, Carl. Some people in Boston might say it's time to go the other way. That's the, that's the other thing. Would that mean Arthur Smith, offensive coordinator, okay, would you New stop? England Patriots? Well, listen, stranger, I, I will tell you things. this. The more jobs open, there is a more better chance that Arthur Smith yep. lands somewhere. Right. I'm just telling you. Four jobs, it goes to seven, goes to maybe nine. I mean, obviously, we need to score more points. Right? I hear you. And if they don't draft a quarterback and he fixes Mac Jones, he'd be a, they'd put a statue up for him up there in Foxborough. <laughs> All right, one more real quick before we get out of here. Um, it's very interesting to know that you're about to be fired and then wax poetic mm. about the organization in which is about to fire you, but that's what Ron Rivera chose to do. You're going to go through some hard times. It ain't going to be easy. That's just the way it is. And this was not one of those easy times. But there's a lot of learning and a lot of growing that have gone on. And, you know, if, if there is one thing I, I really do think, uh, this ownership group is just as passionate as this fan base. Uh, they want to win. And that's something that was always made clear to me and one thing that Mr. Harris has always st- stood by. And so I got a lot of respect for that. Talk about Josh Harris, who also owns the Sixers and the Devils, who's part of the uh, – there's, there's a, 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 a group of uh, owners, Carl, but he's the majority stakeholder of the Commanders. Yeah. Um... Ron being respectful to her, like the guy wants to win, and you know a new owner's going to want to have his people new, new, completely, as we said, blank, blank slate. Yeah, I, I'm just – that deep breath is like Ron Rivera worked for the worst owner the last hmm. 25 years in the NFL. 
and he did it these last five or six, right, or whatever it is. That and you just, I, I kind of feel for him, Mike. Like right. the owner didn't help him at all. I got nothing against Ron Rivera. Some no. guys felt he lost his fastball. I don't know. I don't know why he would say anything about Eric Bieniemy the first two weeks the guy was on the job, being too much of a meanie. But uh, look, you know, some guys, if you're if you don't like Ron Rivera, you say take away Cam Newton, and you, you get a whole lot of mediocre mediocrity. He feels like a guy that probably will have to shift to coordinator status I agree. for the rest of his career. Uh, that's probably true. Yeah. Uh, it's, that's probably true. But, but you know, again, there are owners who will say he has head coaching experience and we need and we are, we are looking for head coaching experience. So he, he may land on his feet as well. Another uh, gig for him would be like John Fox going to the Bears years ago. That's the ultimate retread. You know what I mean? I, I, could, I think you're right. If he does anything left, it's, it's as a DC. All right, guys, we got to run. Big O, hit my music. Good stuff, Turtle. Way to get the fan base revved up about Bill Belichick. Hey, coming up, <laughs> we're going to talk some college football. Movement continues around Georgia. Matt Bertaram's on the way, NFL writer for SI. Stay there. It's Dukes and Bell. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.